Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook. Welcome back. It is another week, another great day of selling real estate with Kelly Cook. And right now we're kind of on the on the buyers buying real estate with Kelly Cook right now. But um, as always, for selling, buying, investing, whatever it is, we have Mr. Kelly Cook in the building with us. How are you doing today, Kelly? Great, Elizabeth. I love how you said investing too. People always forget that buying and selling, but there's this third thing called investing that us as real estate agents should be looking to do, right? Absolutely. And we did a couple episodes on that. So if you missed any of that um, and you are interested in dipping your toe in the investment side of the business, you should go back and listen to those or contact Kelly. I'll give you his information at the end of this episode. Um, But Mm -hmm. right now we've kind of been on this track of buyers, right? Because that's really the Uh, I I think that sometimes in real estate, you know, we have it where there is more of a struggle to find buyers and to get our clients homes sold. It's a little bit more challenging for the listing agent, right? Right Right now we're kind of seeing that um, flipped a little bit, maybe. Completely opposite. (laughs) Definitely a lot more difficult for the buyer's agent to get a good deal for their client. Um, So when, you know, I just, again, I've said this before, but I think it's so funny back in, you know, March of last year. So over a year now, we were kind of uh, freaking out a little bit. I think a lot of people were that, all right, shoot, is this going to be another, are we heading toward another 2008? Are we like where, like, homes are home values are going to dip all of that stuff. And it's really been like the absolute opposite polar opposite of what we kind of expected. So, um, just goes to show you can, you can be an expert of the market, but sometimes, you know, you don't have that crystal ball. You never know for sure. That's right. (laughs) Back on to what we're going to talk about today. Um, last week we talked about um, your earnest, uh, not earnest deposit, your escalation clause, too many E words and, um, how you can get your buyer's offer accepted like that. We've done a couple episodes on that because that's really the difficult part right now. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the option of doing a appraisal gap guarantee, um, having that as an option to write into your offer. So Kelly, you know all about this. Let's get into it. Let's dive into it. I tell you what, say that five times in a row fast, right? Appraisal gap guarantee. guarantee. I, know. I had to like look and make sure I didn't already mess it up. So <laughs> no, you're doing perfect. No, this is great. This is a good topic. I mean, the whole point of this podcast is to deliver timely uh, messages and podcast topics that are just for the market of the moment, right? And right now the market of the moment is one in which you just described. It's the opposite of what it was several years ago. And right now, finding a seller wants to sell is the hard part, right? Buyers are everywhere wanting to buy, uh, which is you know, a good thing. But unfortunately, there's not enough houses to purchase across most of the United States. So if you're a seller, let me just sidebar this. If you're a seller, guys, this is the time, right? Most of uh, the people watch it, listening to this podcast um, are in the real estate industry, but you're probably also homeowners. So if you are looking to sell, take the advice if you don't take your own advice, right? And think about doing that if it's something that you're thinking about doing. Which then begs the question, which we're not going to get into today, is how do you answer the question, then if I sell now, where do I go, right? Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic, right? Which we can address in the future. But right now, we're trying to win 
on buyers getting properties, right? So one thing that you mentioned we talked about last week was escalation clauses. So that was a fantastic topic. Something else that we're talking about today is the appraisal gap guarantee. What is that? Well, right now in the Phoenix area, in our market, it is hot, right? We're getting from California, we're getting a minimum of about 5,500 people from California alone relocating to Phoenix, really the whole state, Arizona, every single month and have and have been for about a year now since COVID hit, right? So um, a lot of exodus uh, going to other states as well, but Phoenix is a big and Arizona is a big benefactor of that. So uh, also, <laughs> yeah, like so right close. There. Also, yeah, I mean, Washington, Oregon. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are leaving in droves too, coming down to you know Nevada and 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 uh, Arizona and of course Texas, so and and Idaho, right? Those are like the, kind of the big four right now um, for the West Coast migration. Um, that being said, it's making it very challenging because people who are selling their houses in Seattle and San Francisco and LA. Their house for the same house here, traditionally speaking, has been worth a lot more. They got cash, they got money, they're overpaying by whatever. It doesn't matter because it's still cheaper than what they had there, and they get ideally a better quality of life because of that's why they left, you know, to begin with. Right. So um, how do you get them that Seattle client or whoever they're from, they are, or, and uh, how do you get them the house, right. When there's multiple offers. Well, a lot of people say, well, Hey, if it's financing, just go ahead and just waive the appraisal contingency. And you might have to do that, but if you don't have to do that. Your job is your fiduciary to your client, right? If you don't have to do that, don't do that. Um, maybe you start with an appraisal gap guarantee. So what we just did that actually on a property uh, for a client in which we uh, we were the highest bidder based, on, based off an escalation clause, but we also had an appraisal gap guarantee in there um, because what if someone else had also had a high escalation clause, right? But they didn't mess with the appraisal contingency. Well, here's a little, little secret. I kind of knew a little birdie whispered in my ear that the other offer that was just as good as ours potentially did not have the full appraisal contingency waiver. So if they don't, and we're going to go hard on price, maybe we just match it, right? And by doing this appraisal gap guarantee. So you have like the situation in the contract where you have uh, an appraisal contingency, then you have the other end of the spectrum where you have an appraisal contingency waiver. Well, what's in the middle of that? The hybrid of that is that appraisal gap guarantee. So what that effectively says is that you will, your client will automatically pay X amount above the appraised value, however, not to exceed the purchase price, mm-hmm. right? Because why would you want to do that, right? You want to put your, your client in double jeopardy there. So uh, in that situation, um, maybe it's maybe if you're going to be forty thousand above the asking price or forty thousand above where you think it probably would appraise based upon the data, then you say we're going to guarantee fifteen thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars over the appraised value, not to exceed the purchase price. That's a nice little trick that you can use to hopefully give the seller some reassurance that, hey, if this thing doesn't appraise, they're at least automatically in for that 20,000 bucks above, right? They can't cancel because it didn't appraise. Now, if I, if that doesn't reach the purchase price that we all agreed upon, if I as a seller still don't want to come down that far because maybe there's still a $10,000 $10,000 gap right between that purchase price and that 20,000 laid on top of the appraisal result then the buyer can walk that's the cool part right the seller says i don't want to budge anymore then okay then i'm out of here or the buyer can figure out a way to maybe still make it work right and come out of pocket even more but they're at least guaranteed to be in for that 20k above the appraised value does that make sense yeah yeah it just get and it's um 
it's just a little like extra bonus for the seller, right? It's just this little like, all right, I know that we got the money, like they're in, they're good. But I think that that has, and you tell me, has um, without that like waiver of appraisal um, or the the gap, has this been an issue that's been kind of like holding some real estate deals from falling apart that you've seen? I know that, you know, probably across the country has been a little bit more, but have you seen deals fall apart because there isn't, you know, houses aren't appraising as much as they're, they're being offered for right now? Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, and so they're, they're falling apart. Now, a lot of times the buyers know that, you know, look, there's nothing, um, out there more for me to go and, and try to buy. So if I really want this house, then I'm going to have to figure out a scrape, you know, scrap together, um, scrape together, geez, this is money, right. To, to uh, make it work. Otherwise I'm going to be canceling. Great. I get my earnest money back. Uh, my agent protected me. Fantastic. But, but now you're I still to, have a house. Yep. Finding another yeah. house. And here's a little trick too, guys. If you do that appraisal gap guarantee, or if you waive the appraisal contingency altogether, be proactive. And instead of just submitting the pre-qualification form from their lender with your offer, also go one step further and submit a bank statement as well showing the seller that in the event you do have to cover that 20k above the appraised value or if you weigh the whole thing and it's a good amount between where you think it might appraise and where you are on the purchase contract final number then they have the reassurance of knowing okay they got the money right mm -hmm. and they're uh, good and for it they're good for it i don't have to sit there and go, okay you're in for 20k uh because it appraised really low um i guess i'll take it as a seller right? i'll take it and just give me that 20k and they go, oh man, you know what? Now I can't, I can't, I don't have the money. I don't, I, the lender won't approve me if I give you that money, right? Mm -hmm. So um, something else to keep a, a keep a, uh, an eye on and just to be proactive to try to get your offer accepted, right? That's the key, get your offer accepted. And that goes, this, this goes along with everything else we talk about, right? With calling the agent, communication, 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 ask them open-ended questions. Try to, if they won't tell the number, which most won't, try to bracket where the other offers are by asking, are you at least above asking? Yeah, we are like, say it's $500,000. Oh, so like you're north of 515? Nah, nah, not close. Okay, so now I'm between five and 515, right? Mm -hmm. and, and then he's, so hey, I'll offer 515, George, you know, now you know. Right? You narrow That's it down what to what's yeah. your, what's gonna help you win, yeah. That's right. And then are any of the offers cash? What's their closing date? What does the sellers want? Do they want to post possession? Do they want to stay in the house for a little while? Um, what's most important to them? Because we're going to give you everything that we have control over. Those terms, pricing sometimes we're capped on a budget, right? Or a qualification. So we can't always just go crazy there, but you can try to make up for it with the terms. And one of those terms is the appraisal gap guarantee. <laughs> Absolutely. Appraisal gap guarantee. Um, go back if you didn't go back and listen to the um, escalation clause and how to effectively use that and use it the correct way so that you can actually win for your buyer. Um, and yeah, I think that that's a, a nice, short, sweet one today, but just a little something extra that you can write into your offers um, just to, you know, do it. We're, we're pulling all the stops out, getting all the tactics, finding all the, all the creative <laughs> ways to, um, you know, beat out other buyers and get your buyer into a house, right? Because that's the challenge. So yeah. And it raises your dollar cost, your, your, your dollar per hour 
um, worth, right? Yeah. Because instead of- If you need to go them, out and yeah, find six, them another you know, house. There you go. <laughs> right, right. One or two offers, hopefully get them a house as opposed to write six, seven, 10 offers and you still don't have one, right? Which yeah, is probably not uncommon right now. So it's not. I, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. And again, as always, if you have any questions about this, about investing, about anything else we've talked about on here, or you have any ideas for something for us to talk about, um, Kelly, where can they reach you? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, you can reach us at uh, the email info at kellycookhomes.com or um, you can call myself, you can text or call 480-227-2028. Um, and oh, if you want that document that tells you how to build a real estate team effectively and in the correct order, mm-hmm. simply go to buildyourrealestateteam.com, buildyourrealestateteam.com. Still can't believe we uh, we got away with that domain. I I love it. So simple. (laughs) Can't forget it. (laughs) So go there, reach out to Kelly. We will see you guys next week with some more um, message of the moment, market stuff, keeping you up to date with so much moving and everything right now. So we will see you next time. Bye, Kelly. (laughs) See you, Elizabeth. See you guys. Welcome to the podcast, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook, where we will discuss the latest and most relevant business strategies to help you do one thing extremely well, sell more homes. We'll discuss everything from business planning to lead generation and conversion to past client customer service and everything in between. Join us for authentic conversations and nuts and bolts takeaways you can implement into your business today. And now, Selling Real Estate with Kelly Cook.